Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to 30 Flirty and Perishing, coming off to you from a royalist weekend, Westminster Abbey, Windsor, Buckingham Palace. We've seen the lot and we're here to talk about it on this King's Curry Special, coming to you live from London and Dublin with me, Sophie Lyons, and you, Clara Kavna. Hello, Clara. Tally-ho! <laughs> I went like Kirsty Young at the end. Oh yeah, she was fab. I love her. Hello, I'm Kirsty Young. Welcome back to Desert Driving Discs. We have a lot of royalist information to talk about this week, coming fresh off of our Met Gala um, special, which I got some lovely feedback on. Mm -hmm. And this is another special episode to jog your memory, should you be just joining us from the abyss. 30 Flirty and Perishing is a... (laughs) Pop culture podcast, <laughs> current affairs pop culture podcast. <laughs> we talk about things that are on the pulse, and this is why we waited to record this episode right fresh after King's Coronation, so we can discuss it in detail while it's still fresh in your noggins and ours. I've written a page of notes. <laughs> I feel like a real unionist. Anyway, <laughs> before we before we get kicking, Clara, let's start with yours, Jadoris or Jatess, please count us in. I have a jetest this week, leading on from last week. My phone broke on the 20th of April and I still, on the 8th of May, do not have a replacement phone. But it has been like a calamity of errors, basically a farce for the ages. Every time I try to fix this issue, something bad happens. I honestly think, I was in Egypt and I honestly think some pharaoh set a curse on me for taking too many photos. I don't know. I had... A replacement phone that was kind of doing the job. I was basically had a phone back, but I just couldn't download WhatsApp because it was an iPhone 6. <laughs> it's my dad's old phone. Day before I fly back to Ireland, I had some hay fever. I sneezed. The phone sprung out of my breast pocket, fell on the ground, smashed in two. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> the, the phone was still connected at like the earpiece. And it was still on, but then was like completely s- smashed in two. So like the screen was still working, but I could see like the innards of the Where phone. is your technology crystal? I know I've lost it quite clearly. And then I was like running. So I was flying the next day and I was running around Forest Hill Village asking people like strangers on the street, basically, could they print my boarding pass? Went to Croydon to go get a replacement phone, like a, to sign up with Vodafone, get a bill, you know, be done with it was sitting there for 90 minutes and then a technical glitch happened that the manager of the store of 11 years said that they'd never seen before. I don't know what happened. So again, no phone. Sorry, a technical glitch like on Vodafone's system that they couldn't give you a phone. Exactly, yeah. So they, they were like, I can't press next. Like it, it just won't let me in. Like all the details were in, everything was approved. 
And they were like, this is, I've never seen this before. They were on the phone and I was like, look, I'm going to miss my flight. I have to call it. So I had to like flee the shop, make it from West Croydon to East Croydon with no map. I felt like Nancy Drew or something being like, which way is the wind going? <laughs> I was like, how do I do this? Made it to Gatwick. And I felt so proud of myself. Yeah, actually. that's impossible to do that city offer. Exactly. Then I have my mom, I'm now currently operating on my mum's smashed iPhone that I can use, like pod, listen to podcasts and Spotify and uh, Instagram. But then for calls, I have this sexy what beast, this little burner phone. That. <laughs> They're the ones we had in our oh J1 10 years ago. Oh my God, it's so cute. It's basically a Nokia 3210. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> So, so it honestly, they have not, it's so nostalgic. Like, get me a Bebo page. It's 2006 and I'm wearing blue eyeshadow. Like, it's honestly the most incredible journey down history. Journey down history. Like, they have not updated a Nokia at all. And, like, listen. Does that not take you back? Oh, diddle do 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 That's a recipe for depression. Oh, it's it's just too annoying for words. And because I was in Egypt and then coming home, sorting out a new phone, like I'm not in the right place to receive the right phone. Could you get like a sage or something? You know, that burning thing and it clears. Oh my God. I, yeah, I do. I need that. It's definitely that you can't find your technology crystal. I know. And then see this gaudy number do you think that's not helping maybe what's that my mum gave me this she ordered one online and four arrived this is my feng shui bracelet so look at this sexy chinese dragon oh my god it's so camp it's very Gala. i'm hoping that this will like restore my juju because like technology is just against me and i i'm so sick of it like i'm trying to fix it and then i just keep getting wall 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 so it's a bit annoying Oh my God, I'm dying to know what the spirits are saying about this. I know. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I've I, Now, in fairness, the girl in phone was unreal. We talked about Kardashians for probably half an hour. Of that, oh. So it was all right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, what are you doing or testing? Mine is, I think I said it like a month or two ago when I got banned from eBay. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it was a lot. It still is a lot. But I've turned to Depop. And I'm loving it. Oh, go on. I've heard great things. I was things. already on it. But I just, I, I like you, uh, eBay was my go-to. The stuff on there is like fab. Mm. And it's like easier to search. And then they'll give you like suggestions based off what you've liked or saved. Oh. They've improved the interface. It used to be like kind of dinosaur It's just getting a lot of inspo. Great. Yeah. Now, a lot of catfish people on there, they all like I've had like four people be like hi I'm just trying to buy this and it's asking me to insert your email so can you send me your email and I'll purchase and I googled it and was like that's a scammer and that's happened to me at least four or five times and I reply back being like I just googled and it says this is a scamming technique and none of them reply just a note out there to the women but that's my news you door it's it's allowing me to let go of ebay well done. Very good. I've heard that and vintage is meant to be really good. And But who was it? Was it Joanne McNally always posts about the art? There's some Instagram account, or maybe a Twitter account that posts about the arguments that go on in Depop. No. Oh, it's it's so funny. It's like the sellers arguing with buyers. Oh, it's amazing. About like not receiving or something? Yeah, yeah. And people are like about the quality of the clothes and stuff. And it's just like these funny arguments between like Karens and stuff. Yeah, oh, I want to watch. 
Yeah, it's much better. I do that, but that's my short and sweet Shador. And Tata eBay. Bye. Even though I would like to have an account, but yeah. Very good. Thank you. Depop. You're a little Depopper. I'm a Depop popper. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the bop. Depop. Now, that was short and sweet. Let's get into our meatiness. Mm-hmm. King's Curry Special. I watched it live. Did you? No, I watched it later on. I was I watched it on the day, but just later on. I woke up maybe half ten. I Googled it and it was like it officially starts at 11. And I was like, I may as well. It was raining outside. And I was like, I'll tune in. A Diana pissing on his parade, obviously. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, like, as in, like, giving him bad weather. Because it is, like, as in anything I can remember like that, like Queen's Jubilee or the Royal Weddings, anything like that, they've always been belters of sunshine. And especially because Friday was so beautiful. And then Sunday yesterday was nice. It was really nice yesterday. So, God, that actually is a bit of path foul. Pathetic fallacy, potentially. Karma. I saw a few of the arrivals pre-ceremony on Daily Mail, like, who was coming and stuff. The mass was like, I yeah. think the mass was about two hours. It was way too long. Plus, I note, oh. way too many people in the Abbey. There was 2,000 people in there and it literally looked like it should have been halved. What? They are packed. The choir, there's too many people in the choir. Like that central Gosh. bit, it's like, it must be very, very hot. No wonder um, Katy Perry couldn't find her seat. That was very funny, wasn't it? I was like, <laughs> it was why really cute. fuck is Katy Perry there? And my sister was like, oh, she's ambassador for the princess trust i was like oh <laughs> fair mm. aunt and deck were there were they who invited them where did they get off getting an invite i think that they were scraping at the bottom of the barrel like it was honestly like hardly any slabs. i saw actually last night who said no to performing harry styles adele ed sheeran although hasn't he like hung out with the royals and stuff the spice girls sorry yeah Harry Styles, Elton John, and Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams, I'm surprised about. Considering Take That ended up performing. Well, more on that later. I've loads to say on that. <laughs> yeah, I watched it live. Mass was way too long. Um, and then the procession bit to Buckingham Palace. But sorry, just on the, the coronation, the, the ceremony itself. One, could he have looked like a tiny bit happy? I thought he looked like very upset... I don't know if White was really complimenting his complexion, but he looks like really, he didn't look like this, I've been waiting 74 years for my day, here it is. He looked sad or like angry or like he didn't look happy at all. I thought it was it was quite sad to look at. And like you could tell Camilla that she, you could see she was so nervous to have the crown put on and if it fell off and stuff, you could see the nerves on her, which I thought was kind of endearing. But for him, he just looked like... I thought it was kind of sad to look at. He looked fed up. I just was like, you finally got in your day. I thought he more looked like, oh, here, here we go at this point. Like, do you even want this gig? Well, the, did you see with the lip reader, the expert lip reader? No, go on. Read when he was outside. I think they arrived a bit early. And the lip reader said, yeah. he was waiting in the carriage with Camilla. And the lip reader said, he said, this is boring. We can never be on time. There's always something. Which I thought was very relatable. What? <laughs> 
It is boring, but like you know, you know, you from the day you were born. That's why I feel you sorry know. for the one, George. I'm like looking at him, being like, "Oh my god, this is your first one. You have to sit through your dad's one, and then your own." And one. then I was like, the royal experts that do some of the commentary are honestly mortifying. Oh I'm like, god. where did you get this certificate that says you're an expert? It's so embarrassing. Kirsty Young was talking to. Did you see the one? She was talking to the two stylist women. Yes. Oh my god! Like Aya hidden back the third and so and so Hicks, and they were like talking about how great I think one of them was a bridesmaid to Diana. Oh. She was couldn't stop complimenting Camilla, and I was like, what kind? Of a friend to Diana, were you, if you're going to compliment the feckin' side chick? Was it about her clothing or about her personality? About, like, how well she held the crown and how glorious her gown was and how appropriately it fit. And, you know, getting something made for the day was, you know, a hard thing to do that ticked all the boxes and she did it brilliantly. And they're just, like, wanking off Camilla. It was just like, oh, my God. Oh, what what bothers me is when they say royal expert. And I'm like, who dubbed you a royal expert? Like, did you need a qualification? And when they go into talking mm. about the kids, I honestly, I was listening to it and they go, oh, and um, <laughs> as young Charlotte, Charlotte apparently, no, sorry, they never say apparently. They go, Charlotte loves gymnastics, absolutely loves gymnastics. <laughs> and, you know, sort of Kate and William are very keen on having them to live as much of an outdoor life as, as possible. And then they go on to talk about Louis and they go, um, you know, I can sort of see at this luncheon after the, the coronation ceremony, sort of Louis getting, you know, running amok and, you know, getting into all sorts oh. of mischief. And I'm like, it's so embarrassing. You're in your head thinking of the scenarios of these people that you don't know. But you don't know. Based on nothing. <laughs> I mean, when it's about kids, I'm like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> sort of Louis, sort of cheeky Louis running amok and... You know, they're like setting up to him up to be a Harry. Yeah. And it's like, he's just done a few things in public, like stick out his tongue. And they're like, cheeky Louie, there we are. That's young cheeky Louie. He's four. And they're like, oh, Louie, bedtime. So he didn't make the coronation. He's tucked up in bed. And I'm like, freak, who told you this? I did see a really funny meme of Charlotte and Louie. And they were kind of standing, like kind of half laughing. It had a photo beside it of um, David and Alexis Rose from Shit's Creek. <laughs> It was like, these two are the same. <laughs> yeah, because George can't really have any crack at all. No, George just has to be a mini William kind of. He is a mini William. Heavy as the head, as they say. Let's just talk about them putting the crowns on. Yes. Very awkward, Archbishop of Canterbury. Something Welby. Was it Justin Welby? Very, very awkward. But also, like, he's reading from his book. He has a few lines. It's like, would you not have learned that off? Why do you have to read? I'd argue they all should have learned everything off. The kids' choir, why do they all need their booklets? One thing from yeah. school, we always had to know the words. Like, we could never not know the words. Yeah. I find it very odd. They all have scripts, not just the kids. Like, it's like no one learned their lines. Mm. But then they're saying, I read last night, and they were like, oh, it didn't all go off without a hitch. And whoever it's whoever said it was like, I don't want to point fingers, but they were basically saying the Archbishop blundered putting the crown on Charles because he like put it on and then was twisting it and then he picked it back up and it actually took eight seconds in total. Apparently oh. a blunder for the old Archbishop. Oh, not his finest day. And then Camilla, when he was putting hers on, she said something 
I think instructing him maybe to like pull it back a touch or I don't know what it was but he didn't listen anyway and then she just kept touching her hair trying to pull it oh. I wonder how they know the crown will fit I suppose you don't know and it was made so long ago I'm sure people had smaller heads but that's but what I'm fine. wondering and they said I was like and they were like so whoever I asked they were like oh they obviously measure them I'm like, but you can't adjust that crown can you well actually sorry we went to go during dry january we went to the tower I've of london to do this and king charles's crown well, like future crown was gone because they were they were doing it up for the coronation so maybe they can adjust it I a little i suppose they could melt it couldn't they or like maybe there maybe there's you know in those plastic crowns where they have like the buttons adjusters maybe that's the, there. like measuring <laughs> tape adjustable like velcro i'm sure there's yeah velcro, yeah um anyway that was the blunder You know the woman who was stealing the show? I have her right here. Penny Mordaunt. Because everybody else is in like cloaks and gowns. Like even William and Kate are like in these, they look like they're in costume. And then Penny Mordaunt serving it with not one but two swords. I have it all. Apparently she was doing like press ups and stuff in the lead up. She held the sword for the entire ceremony. It's like two hours. Oh my God. And she, she, so she, what is, she's a British cabinet minister. She's 50 looking unreal. Lord President of the Council. She's the only one who's really allowed her tits out. She did, in my opinion, did a bit of a Pippa Middleton. Why kept being like, who is that? That's my dream. <laughs> to, be, yeah. to be like, who's that? I have, I have notes on all these. <laughs> Music, children's choir, delicious. My yeah. note on them was, put the books away, the, the, the Westminster Abbey is so crowded anyway. Put the folders away. Yeah. Put them away. Learn, Learn your lines. lines. It's not that big a deal. Pe- apparently people on Twitter were saying there was way too much singing. Oh. And there is that song, you know, that song that people are mishearing. No. They're singing about Camilla and one of her private parts. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Here we go. Oh my God, is that when she's walking up the aisle? Yeah. <laughs> Surely she must have known this was going to be played. What? But like, what were they trying to say? Like, I don't understand what the real song I'm is. I'm dying to know like where they did the rehearsals and stuff. Yeah. Do you know, this institution lacks somebody with a modern touch. That's they should all have had, like, I was every... saying. I was literally like, when are they going to modernise it? Like Harry's and Meghan were the only people who tried to do it. Like and like their wedding was amazing. Like but they had their choir was really cool and they had that gorgeous celloist. But like and then they fucking booted them. Well, they out. did have a gospel choir in this one, and apparently that was Charles's okay. idea. It was the seven people. It was a mix of men and women. They were a amazing called the Extension Choir. Oh wow! And they sang Hallelujah, and that was like so full. It was fab. Could have done with more of those. And then there was like that kind of Italian papa who was like, did you see him? (laughs) Italian papa. I don't know what his name was. They saw him. Yeah, I think the kids could have been cut down a bit, to be fair. It's just so long. And then Archbishop Welby needs to cut his script in half. And they were all saying Prince, I think it's Prince William kissed Prince Charles, which like wasn't in the script. On the lips? No, but I think that was just like him being like, oh, I sound like one of those royal experts. 
I'm not even a royalist. I honestly know things a bit ridiculous. I just like the campness of it all. I just like the pageantry. Just put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sort of William kissing <laughs> his pa. He was saying, here we go, pa. <laughs> here we go, pa. Let me lay a smacker on the king. They all say, they all say pa. <laughs> now, fashion. Let's start off with Penny Mordaunt. I think that's how you say her name. Wow. Wow. She was amazing. They called her the sword wielder, Tory MP, um, in a teal two-piece with golden fern embroidery from hand and lock and her giant sword accessory from the 17th century. She, I think, kind of stole the show, didn't she? She 100% did. She was the only person who was in normal clothing. Everybody else was dressed up like King Arthur. <laughs> Some of the <laughs> like, robes and stuff, like, are they necessary? How do you get into them? The trains... The dry cleaning bit alone for one of those capes. Oh. I was looking it up and they're all made from the same person. And I just, I fear they need, they need a new CEO or something. It's just so, I understand tradition, but we need to modernize it. And those capes are mm. not modern. Side notes, Charles, no. just fashion wise, they were saying the tone of fashion was set by Charles for this. And one of his risky of moves, course. I am a royal correspondent. One of his risky moves is that he swapped out the silk stockings that would normally be worn under his ceremonial robes for navy trousers from his military uniform. I didn't notice any of that. I noticed the pilgrim shoes he was wearing. He was wearing these patent square-toed pilgrim shoes with a gold buckle. You know the ones the pilgrims wear in those episodes of like Sabrina that they're from Salem. In Salem. Where they go witch hunting. He was wearing those and then I started looking around the floor and loads of them wearing these square toes. <laughs> and they were like, the tone of fashion was set by Charles, was it? The buckles, it's just so crazy. Because I know square toes come in and out of fashion, but it, it, they were those pilgrim shoes. Like Tudor mm, almost. Very Tudory. And then it's also, does he have to get them custom made or is he inheriting a shoe? I'd say custom made. I wonder how, actually, I'd say, because you know he has the sausage finger issue, I'd say he has the trotter issue as well. Water yeah. attention on that. He defo has gout. Do you think that's what it is? He's addicted to pate, I bet. Really? Apparently, mm. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> you know, sort of, sort of thinking of Charles post <laughs> post coronation, tucked up in bed, uh, pile of pate, and you know, sort of <laughs> cheeky Louis coming in every now and again, stealing pate. You know, <laughs> Charlotte doing cartwheels in the corner, <laughs> <laughs> little pirouettes um, from scratch, and then obviously Kate, elegant as ever wore an ivory silk caped gown from designed by Sarah Burton of Alexander McQueen and then Charlotte had like a mini me version which I thought was very fabulous. Sorry, Charlotte was best dressed for me. That white with the little tiara. She's so cute. And they wore these wreaths. They were like silver leaves set with crystals which I thought kind of gave like a new age festival festival, like summer solstice vibe for me. That was modern to me. We're going to (laughs) be... We're going to be seeing that at Glastonbury, no but they did. doubt about it. I saw it. stuff and they were like, kind of gives off a glass toe edge. <laughs> oh, no yeah. way! Because it did make a difference. They're always wearing these big sort of claw popper hats. But I thought Kate just sort of looked like, you know, when you're graduating from university and there's that one like doctor wearing that big, it's almost like a side to the side chef's hat. They look like clowns anyway. They look so stupid yeah. and they're wearing the robes with the thing. I just think those 
those gowns. I know, and the lighting doesn't help. I feel like the whole abbey is just lit and fluorescent. Like, give us a candlelight. I would light. be like, turn it down. Yeah, it it had that kind of like fizzy, you know, fluorescent. It's like an exam hall. Is, is too loud. It's like almost like a white light. Exam hall. Like, I feel like you could see people's veins or something. It just wasn't complimentary no. to anyone. And it doesn't sort of mute the skin tones. It very much brings up the rosacea. Yeah, I think that might be why Charles looks so poorly. Or like fed up or dull. Oh, I don't know. I thought he was in fine form. but I just think that Jubilee purple doesn't suit him. I mean, it doesn't suit a lot of people. That purple really suited Liz. Yeah, but she suited everything to be fair. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, another standout for me, Princess Anne. She is she such a rogue. She looks like Napoleon. She looked ready for battle. <laughs> she was honestly like about to shout on guard. She was like, wait, are we not supposed to duel for the crown? She has no concern of looking in any way like she just, she, she literally is like Napoleon. That's exactly what she is. And she was riding full saddle, like, on the procession. like, And she was having a chat the whole time. Like, she's literally <laughs> one of the soldiers. I hope she was slagging them off. I, I would say she was. She's so funny and rogue. She was wearing blues and royals uniform and a green velvet thistle cloak with a red feathered bicorn hat. <laughs> my, did she look fierce. Oh. <laughs> my, oh my. Do you know, there's, like, sometimes some memes about those sunglasses she always wears. Like, they're, like, full-on Oakleys. And she wears them, like, to a wedding. She'll wear them at, when she's going to the polo. Or she'll wear them on, like, a Sunday I'm afternoon so mask. <laughs> it's like, they don't match your outfit at all. I just so love her. So Princess Anne so spice, diving for the pedo. Oakleys on. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Diving into the pedo. She's the only one who's any crack. Yeah, you'd love to go for like a rosé with her. Oh, I'd say she's like a stiff gin girl though. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, or down to the gin bar with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'd want to be with one of the boys, yeah. Oh, she's a pure lad. Yeah, you sorry, you'd need like a big fire and like a massive armchair. And then like you'd be holding the whiskey and like you'd be heating it up in the pan totally. of your hands. Totally, she's the on, one that she's always the one to wear trousers when everyone else is wearing skirts. Yes, With yeah, like yeah. So tell me about the battles of y'all. 
And then just one more royal, but not of the, the UK royal family who stood out for me, obviously King Felipe of Spain. Spain. Ooh, I'm obsessed with oh, him. Oh, really? He's my favourite royal. See him. He's so hot. I've actually seen him in person a few years ago. Whoa. He was delicious, so handsome. And Queen Leticia and she looked fab he was in his like royal clobber but she was in a peplum skirt suit by carolina herrera she looked gorgeous pink kind of bubblegum pink she looked delicious oh god his outfit is way nicer the spanish interpretation of monarchy is so much better the spanish royal family her pink god he is a bit of a she's she's very glamorous she was like a a news her pink is great she's gorgeous and the wow. kids are stunning. I'm not a royalist, but if I was to be one, it would be for the Spanish royal family, not the English. <laughs> for the Spanish royal, no. Yeah, else. they were standout then. God. Obviously, Katy Perry. Yeah, she looks. What was she in Vivian Westwood? Lilac leather at fabric. Vivian Westwood, big fat hat. I love the floofing at her bum. It was very sexy in a horse racing kind of. Did way. Did you see that video of her looking for her seat? Oh, so good! I saw that, and it's like I saw <laughs> love of Huns were like when you <laughs> when you're trying <laughs> when you're trying to find your girlies after spending forty seven minutes in the smoking section, having a DMC a therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> um, and then there was another oh. one that I actually just saw when I googled the fashion, and there was this South African yeah. soprano called Petty Yende. She was in sunshine right. yellow, like Beyonce sunshine yellow. This butterfly oh. winged. So like dress with butterfly so shoulders. Wow, amazing! Okay. Can I Google that one? So she, uh, she still. What was her name? Pretty. Oh, pretty and excuse me. I think I said Patty. Oh, how fierce is she? Hello, that is so butterfly. Like that's what you want to do when you go to someone else's <laughs> ceremony. Oh my God, where was that for? Where was that for my Debs? I know. Oh, or just like a Saturday. <laughs> just going down to the mm. shops anyway they're all the ones i have for fashion which i think mm. we've outlined our top ones yeah then i have a bit on the procession the carriages what century are we in i know you know they, they could only walk the horse that carriage is four tons and the horses can only walk because it's too heavy for them to trot they shouldn't be trotting with it it's ridiculous uh, throw on a couple of other ponies and like give the other horses or a break. Or do a Google car job. <laughs> yeah, Uber XL. No, but as in get it like electrified. Get yeah. rid of the horses. It's so awful. And then the horses all end up going to like going to the bathroom on, on the procession and then all the soldiers step in it. <laughs> Have you seen these things? I saw it at the, no, at the Queen's oh. Jubilee and it's just like all these soldiers stepping in manure. On this really hot day. It's just like the animals shouldn't be involved. Oh. So just leave them out of it. <laughs> they don't want to be there. And I thought the blue in there. They had these blue ribbons in their manes. And it looked absolutely crap. It looked really, really tacky. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the poor the horses pon- looked like shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They looked really crap. I mean, I do love, you know, the, what are they called? Beef eaters. All those. And then like the feather tops. Yeah. Like that's proper camp. I love that. It's almost like, it's like, it is very Met Gala vibes. But get the ponies out of there. Mm. I assume they can't really talk that much in those carriages because of lip readers. Yeah, probably and not. And I'd say all the people in the procession, because they're like walking from Westminster Abbey down to Buckingham Palace. They must be wrecked after I'd say they were delighted it wasn't a sunny day. Yeah. Like, loads of them end up fainting when it's hot. 
Well, Ooh. imagine your trotter is sort of beat down. Your... And what do you think? Okay, so look, it's 2023 now, right? Say in 100 years, do you think they'll still be like asking horses? Because yeah. it's so steeped in tradition. Will horses still, yeah. one, probably even exist? Two, like, will, will they still be hauling around this four-ton carriage for George's coronation or George's kid's coronation? Like, or will it be like floating cars? Like, it just feels no, like... they're not modernised. It's actually mad how it hasn't, <laughs> hasn't modernised, technologically speaking. <laughs> Put fire under the carriage. <laughs> yeah, it should, be, it should be like a jetpack. <laughs> totally. Like, or just walk down with the dogs. I just say it's too... They can't modernise it. No, they can't touch anything. Mm. It's just literally like, it's stood in time. But I'm sure though, at the time, it was constantly modernising, but then now it's frozen in time and they just repeat the tradition. But it's frozen in time from yesteryear. No one uses carriages. Yeah, exactly. No, but like, but I'm sure like from the first King of England to the time that it stopped at, you know, it constantly modernised, but now it's just kind of stuck at like, I don't know, the 1800s. And it hasn't moved on. I also just imagine like the maintenance of, of keeping like that carriage going is ridiculous. Yeah. And it, it's like the gold is kind of yellow. It looks a bit fake. And then they obviously came out in the balcony. Did you see your one? Um, she's from Bridgerton. She said the balcony looked very white on live TV. And apparently it was there was a big hoo-ha. Ooh. Well, it was like you can't. Well, yeah. I did like how mo- there was like way more of Camilla's family up there than Charles's, which I kind of enjoyed. I like that there was like loads of random page boys. Yeah, it was very like focusing on the future of the monarchy rather than the existing one that's a complete shambles. Like, you know, you have Harry and Andrew in the same row at the ceremony. Harry left yeah. straight away, went straight to Heathrow. Did yeah. he? Oh, he just went for the ceremony. Yeah, he can be seen talking in the third row and he's like, oh, I'm heading off after this. Am I a royal correspondent? I think I so. Know. Like Sky News correspondent, here we are. <laughs> And one other thing I had, I caught the coronation concert. <laughs> oh, yes. So that was in Windsor, you were Windsor. saying last night. That, this was a bit more my vibe. So. Hugh Bonneville presented, who looked delicious. Did you see what he looked like? He did look good. He had a great time. Yeah. He had obviously just been on holidays in like a gorgeous green suit. He has had quite a career renaissance. Like he was in, remember he was in Notting Hill and he was one of Hugh Grant's like, down and out friends who didn't understand like banking. Yeah, floppy. Yeah. Then like, I don't know. What... Then he was like Downton Abbey, Paddington Bear. He's killing it. Yeah. Presenting the coronation. Yeah, he was good. He's good as well. Um, I thought he looked mm. absolutely stunning. Then performers, Ollie Murr's classic. He looked so good. Yeah. So what? Nicole Scherer singer. Did you see her? Sorry, her dress. Her breasts. She looked amazing. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> Loved her. And Katy Perry's dress was very coronation. It was very cool. She looked like a crown. I thought at one point she might pull the skirt off. It did look like there was a reveal I know, coming. but then I was like, maybe that's not appropriate for this <laughs> kind of concert. Yes, a strip. <laughs> a strip routine. And then did you see your man Steve Winwood, I think is his name? The guy yeah. who sings the original. Think about it. There must be high love. Down in the hollow. He did it with a choir. Yeah, that. that was Camilla's fave or something. I thought it was really good. And then take that, the piece de resistance. Little, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Mark. Mark. Mark is 
a little tiny fella. He he couldn't be more than five foot. He's grown his hair out to like his nipples. He looked quite like Jared Leto. I Cuban heels. <laughs> and then is it Howard? Because there's yeah, only three of them. Confused between is Howard and Gary. I can't remember. I think it's Howard. He was wearing like Nike Airs. <laughs> With the King Curry. With like a long, like with tails. (laughs) And then Gary was wearing like a bolero. (laughs) It was all really weird. Apparently the... Very matador. It was really sort of like, it was matador and they're wearing matching belts. Um, But they did, we've come so far, which I think is so powerful. And appropriate because Charles has waited 74 years for this. Yeah, I love that. They were a standout for me. I should have been paid for the coverage I've done. <laughs> from oh my Sky God. News. And did you see um, t- uh, Tom Cruise did something from a plane? He's such a weirdo. Why is he always around? I don't know. Is he trying to move to London? Like, he missed the Oscars. He missed the Oscars because he was at Michael Caine's 90th I birthday think he or 80th birthday. Ro- like, sorry, not a bit of a royalist. He's very much a royalist. He stood up at Wimbledon and waved, like, being like, I'm here. Like, as in, yeah. like, you're not Dennis Burke. He's such a loser. He did like a plane stunt. Yeah, he was like, the King's Coronation! I think he was like, you like can Top be Gun. my co-pilot any day. I don't know what he says. Oh, Clive over. I think America's just fed up of Tom Cruise. And now he's like, I think I'm going to make London my home. And I don't think people I are don't know why he hasn't been cancelled yet, to be honest. And one thing, okay. So, uh, Lionel Richie performed and, and Katy Perry, Lionel. right? And then, do you see that Charles and Camilla... Did a cameo on American Idol. Sorry, I saw this, but I didn't see it. I just saw an article. Uh, so this is where it gets a bit Hollywood deal brokery for me. So Katy Perry and Lionel Richie are judges on American Idol. Okay. And they were like, oh, we're here from the carnation. Sorry, we're not at this week's American Idol. And then, oh, oh, someone's interrupting us. And Charles and Camilla come in and they do like 20 seconds and then they leave. So it just feels to me that like... You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Exactly. And like Katy Perry, I don't know, seems like she didn't really... I, I can't speak for her because she's not a close friend. It's so weird. Like, <laughs> would, she, would she have wanted to do that? Like, they're obviously pulling on strings, being like, well, you're an ambassador to the Prince's Trust for this charity, so you need to perform for us. And then it's like, okay, well, if we get Lionel Richie, or it's like, oh, well, okay, if we do your coronation, you need to come on our thing just seemed a bit well I think they love girls though but I'd say it was because there was controversy about saying yes to it that was probably the, mm. the deal I'd assume yeah Lionel though which has an age today whoever does his surgery is amazing he's so good yeah he's like frozen in a smile and frozen in time oh did you see William's joke when he came out to like say something about dear pa and he was like don't worry not like Lionel Richie I won't be here all night long. The lols they got. You know, when they're <laughs> the like, lols. hip, hip, hooray. That's oh, Tudor Very Tudor. Like, get your buckle shoes and let's go. <laughs> get your buckle shoes and get in. We're going to the coronation, bitch. <laughs> yeah, get your buckle shoes and let's go. I think they're all my thoughts on the coronation. I've really enjoyed being a royal correspondent, I have to say. You've done a phenomenal job. I think Sky News, BBC, I know, Channel 4 need to get in touch. Previously on The Real Housewives of Westminster Abbey. (laughs) 
Oh, sorry. One last thing on the fashion before we go. I thought like once Princess Eugenie and Beatrice, like I know, like I, they just dress like they're a 70. Like, who? They Always their style has just been way too do traditional. Do you think it's like, because they don't know how to do it that they just go completely off the deep end? Because they're like, I don't know how to make this modern because it is difficult. It is difficult, I understand. But like even Fergie, like their mum looks better than them sometimes. And it's just like, who? Who dresses them? Who who dresses you? And I know like one of them's pregnant. That doesn't make a difference. Like you still like neck up, look about 78. Like, Or maybe the, the joke is on us because later on, they're going to look like that forever. They'll just be timeless because they've looked the same their whole lives. But oh, like, very... you know, you've got the whole, you've got so much money and opportunity and people at your expense could you not like just do you think they know they're unstylish penny mordant they need her fashion style advice she looked younger than they did and that penny mordant's 50 (laughs) like just add a bit of sex add a bit of adjust your hem ever so slightly you know (laughs) it's just it's just and even you don't need to go Show your wrist. Like, we're not... It's not the Handmaid's Tale. Like, honestly... They've always been the butt of the joke, though. Haven't they? All their hats I know. And, and like, at least they've got each other. Like, they can be like, uh, sister to sister. You could go, look, girl, we are getting... <laughs> slaughtered. Like, the, the toilet seat... Slaughtered. Like, the toilet seat... One of the, Was it Beatrice Wars for... sperm hat. Was it Kate and Williams... Kate and Williams' wedding, Yeah. It's just like, it's like they're trolling us being like, we're the ugly stepsisters. Like, it's just like, you guys are gorgeous. You've got like the world's fashion houses at your disposal. Adjust your hem. Adjust your hem. Just do something. Yeah, show a collarbone. It's so dowdy. Or like, you know, you can be respectful. Like Meghan Markle did it pretty well. You know, Kate does it well. You can do so much more. I do wonder though what the rules they are, like... There must be so many rules. But like, there's obviously no rules because Princess Anne is dressing up like Napoleon. There is no... <laughs> she wouldn't read the rules. <laughs> of course. She'd probably set them up. You know, no, do you, know what, uh, uh, you know what Anne would do with the rules is? She'd like throw, throw the rule book up in the air and then be like... <laughs> like one her of her clay pigeons. <laughs> That's what she did to the rule she- book. <laughs> You know, when they ask in a job interview being like, oh, who's someone in the spotlight that you really admire? I think she's my new one. And I don't know anything about her. Oh, Princess Anne. 100% Princess Anne. I don't don't even have to think about that, that, sir. And then like from your handbag, whip out a pair of the same Oakleys. (laughs) Thank you for your service. <laughs> I'm gonna Google her now, please. Oh my god, if she if she would write a tell all, that would just be. I um, wonder. She definitely has given an interview. I'm making a note to look her up and out in Prince in Oakley's. We do hope you enjoyed our King's Curry special live from Westminster Abbey. Clara, it's your turn to give us a reco of the week. Netflix are arguably very overpriced, but one thing that I think they do do really well is a comedy special. 
And one that I really enjoyed, I'm about three quarters of the way through and I'm like, I have to recommend it already. It's a comedian called Mae Martin. They're Canadian. They've lived in London for a long time. They were in that show called Feel Good, which is on Netflix as well. It used to be Channel 4 and then it, Netflix bought it. And it is so good. It's like a lovely half an hour English kind of comedy about this unlikely couple that get together. And, it, and the chemistry between the two is amazing. And uh, Lisa Kudrow plays Mae Martin's mom in the show. It's it's a really good show. But then this, this hour-long comedy special, I'll link everything in the show notes. It's just really funny. And like, I find sometimes with our specials, you're kind of like, <laughs> the whole time. They're just really good storyteller. And like constantly slagging their parents. And like there's one story about a moose that is just so Canadian and funny that it's just, if you want, like I, I was kind of like listening to it, like, like I'd listen to a podcast, you know, when you're like getting ready or, you know, you don't need to like sit down and watch it. Like it's just a nice background mm-hmm. thing, but it's really, it's just a, I haven't seen a good comedy special in a while. Oh, and really stunning. That's on my list. I've just written down. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us jolly fellows on twitter ash soph on twitter and ash clezzy (laughs) sorry on instagram where's my mind i don't even have twitter but anyway sorry you can follow us on instagram at clezzy cabana and at soph underscore lions you can go back and listen to some old episodes please write reviews tell your friends share the good blessed word of 34 and perishing wherever you go because we're basically Sky News correspondents at this point. Fingers on the pulse. Coming to you from the live Sky newsroom. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.